we have for you here the top 10 reasons why Blizzard would never invite FTH Radio to BlizzCon. Number 10. We'd instigate food fights. Number 9. We came up with Baby Ghoul before they did. Number 8. Big V. Number 7. No one dressed as a night elf would be safe. Number 6. We'd throw chairs at the Blizzard reps when they'd say there's no bias between factions. Number 5. Big V. Number 4. No one would sit next to Zog. Number 3. We would speak only quoting from the Dwarven Random Insult Generator. Number 2. Big V. And the number one reason why Blizzard would not invite FTH Radio to BlizzCon is... Blizzard has never heard of... Oh, but you have heard of us, haven't you? Welcome to For the Horde Radio. Thank you very much for listening and for downloading. Not necessarily in that order. There are many things going on now compared to like last show where I had to sit there and tell you all about embarrassing guild moments, which apparently people did find amusing. But no, we have in store for you today for this show, an assortment of stuff, because you gotta have stuff. And the stuff I'm going to talk about may not interest all of you, but it was of interest to me. Because there are, we have had patchness. Oh my goodness, have we had patchness or what? Good lord, every time you turn around, there's more patchness happening. And with patchness came many new things, things that many of us have been waiting for, such as the dual spec, finally. A thousand gold, I think, is slightly on the expensive side, but okay. Which means only one of my characters is allowed to have dual spec. Although I really couldn't see it for the hunter. The only possible way I could see I mean, because honestly, let's, I mean, wh what? What is the big thing with the hunter? You know, well, if she's in this talent spec, she can shoot. Or if she's in that talent spec, she can shoot. Or, if I put her in that one, you know what? I think she can shoot. So it really didn't make a lot of sense. The only thing that would make sense is the whole beast mastery thing with the top of the tree and you get the special pet. But it ain't worth a thousand gold to me at this time. So the, 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 the hunter did not get special treatment with that. Uh, we put it toward the pally who made more sense. That's not terribly exciting, is it? No. And there are the tournaments going on. I'd love to tell you more about the tournaments, but I can't because I went there and went, wow, this is really crowded. Bye! And I left because the tournaments were a little crazy because uh, I hit it right after they came out. I have to go back and investigate the tournament because I'm hearing you can get like super fantastic bubble plastic uber loot if you become champion, great champion, Oh, holy grand poobah of whatever city you decide to represent or something. So I'm going to have to check that out. But no, we are going to talk about something because you know what? The tournament's going to be there. The tournament may be new, but it's going to stay. I don't see Blizz yoinking that out anytime soon. 
Looks like they worked terribly hard on it, so that's gonna stay. What does not stay in this game are the world events. And we are in the mists. We are leaving one and approaching one, two at the same time. They will have this little like crossover happening. We have Noble Gardens and Children's Week, or as I like to call it, Orphan's Week. There are orphans, it lasts a week, thus the name. You can say yes, but aren't they children? Yes, but they're orphans. And we like Orphan's Week. We have talked about how much we like Orphan's Week. But first, let us recap, because by the time this show comes out, Noble Gardens will be over. We will have a little bit of crossover between the two, which I will perhaps, uh, by the time I get up to there, will speak of what kind of fun could happen with crossovers of world events. However, Noble Gardens. Now, Noble Gardens this year was very different because normally, if I recall, Normal guard, uh, normal gardens? <laughs> Ooh, noble garden. <laughs> Ew. Wow, I can't even think of anything to say to that slip. Wow, normal gardens. <laughs> noble gardens only lasted a day. And I think it came on Easter. It, it came on Easter when nobody was in game because it's Easter, because people are doing Eastery things. And it was a day. And for a while, I was watching it upcoming. It appeared for a bit of time there that Blizzard was going to keep it one day and keep this list of achievements for you to complete in one day. And someone said, hmm, perhaps that's not terribly a realistic time frame, you think? So they expanded it to five days. Five? Six? Something like that. It started at midnight on Sunday. Now, I heard people who were in server time midnight, not your time. Everyone gets confused by those times. I do, too. But no, usually when we're talking time, it's server time. And it did begin server time at midnight on Saturday, or, if you must, Sunday morning, 12.01 a.m. I was not on when it began, but I heard of people who were. And from what I heard, it was like opening a floodgate and zillions of players went out in four directions. And it was mass chaos. I experienced much of this the following morning, normal morning, not this godforsaken, because there were people in my guild who were up all night with this. Yes, they were. And I'm sure you or know someone who also was up at the, was the first out of the box looking for those eggs. There were a couple of things about Noble Gardens. Now, having never done this, never paid attention to it, but of course now we have a list of achievements and we're all trying for the Violet Proto Drake. I will see it much later than everyone else because I got screwed over at Brewfest. I may have talked about that. I may not have. I don't remember. Four coins short. Four short. Anyway, from getting the keg. Anyway, Noble Gardens. I went in gung-ho and expecting what I expected and what I saw, which was everyone doing this. I haven't seen these little sub, I don't want to call them cities because they're not, towns, villages. I haven't seen them this filled probably since the first night of Hollow's End. It was insane. Everyone. Now, for those of you who do not participate in these events, and I know, and I know why you don't, I fully understand and know why you don't. 
but there is something in me that makes me want to repeatedly bang my head on my keyboard when I go and do these things. Because I swear Blizz had it in for me. I swear they, and, and you may feel like this, I am the person in any event, quests, group quests, achievements, events, whatever. I am the person who has the worst luck when it comes to this. I am the person when you're in a five-man going into a little dungeon and you all have a quest. You all have to pick up five. What a, ooh, 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 what's that one? I think it's the pinnacle. Utgard pinnacle uh, with the dwarf. Some dwarf standing at the doorway and you got to pick up, you know, one gold chalice and five silver rings and blah, 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 blah. You know that one. And if you don't, well, you will experience it. I'm the person who is the last person to get their quest items. Always. Always. I can't find it. It's not there for me. It doesn't show up. I am the person that quests will glitch on repeatedly. Diversion and case in point. There is a quest out in Storm Peaks where you go out to the big Amazon stone golem kind of lady village. For those of you who have done Storm Peaks, you know what I'm talking about. And it was interesting and different. And I liked it because it was those things. And you get changed into a big Amazon lady yourself. We will refrain from any comment at this point. However, there is a quest which seems cool. Very cool, different, neat. I approved until I did it. Where you have to go out and release other frozen Amazon ladies who are encased in ice from big bad elite giants walking around. You have to, you're on a flying mount dragon, I think and get them out of the ice, pick them up, and carry them to safety. Do this three times. Okay, go out there, find one. I free them, looking for a way to pick them up. No such thing. They're still standing there, looking stupid. This is why they're encased in ice in the first place, because they were standing there. I'm looking, I'm looking, nothing. And in the meantime, I die. Tried it like four times, four times, and nothing. And I finally asked in the guild, has anyone done this? What am I doing wrong? Oh, well, there's the button that free, you know, you blow your flame or whatever, it frees them. Yeah, I got that part. How do you pick them up? Oh, well, there's another button that lets you pick them up. No, there's not. No, there is. Where? On your screen at the thing in the toolbar there. Not for me. I am that person. Needless to say, my luck thus carried me through to Noble Gardens. To the point where I am very sure, although nothing was spoken, I am very sure the words running through any guild member who happened to be on at the same time I was in the heart of this, not even the word, the letters they were thinking at this point was STFU. I'm pretty sure those are the letters they were thinking at some point because I was frustrated. Reason I was frustrated. It wasn't because of the people camping eggs, although I kind of have that one on a balance beam. I'm weighing that one. Because that one... Uh, uh, see, the thing about Noble Gardens was, you, the, you, there was a pattern. There was a pattern. The eggs respond at the same points. More or less, sometimes they were slightly different than where they were the last time you saw them, but more or less they came at the same spots. With a various exception, but they never went too far. If they respond at a different point, it was just, you know, it's on the left instead of the right kind of thing. So they respond. And basically, it was just a question of knowing where they respond and making the same trip in a circle, which is eventually what I just ended up doing. Went round and round in a circle. Unfortunately, there were several other players making the same circle with. And then there were those who were camping their eggs. 
I understand why you would camp an egg. I do. I really do. I understand camping an egg. Because why go beating yourself up trying to find them with everyone else trying to find them? But at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know about it. I didn't camp. I was going around because also, it makes sense, it's a lot faster to just try to find something. Although at times, I really disagreed with that. Instead of sitting there waiting for the thing, you know, you gotta click it so many times, I mean. Now, the smart thing, diverging for my small rant here, di going, going away from that for a moment, Blizzard did a smart thing. I know, I was just as surprised. I fell off my chair and choked and held my heart and said, oh my god! They did a smart thing, and it must have come up from the Valentine's Day gig. They came up with the very smart thing where, well, we have all these achievements. If for some reason luck is not with you, say like with Annie Ed, then you have the opportunity to buy said achievement items that you need in order to complete the achievement. It's not just left up to random chance like, oh, say, the Valentine's Day one was. How many of you are the person or know of a person who did not get the Valentine's Day achievement because of the stupid candy bag? Because it's luck of the draw. You have no control over it. You have no say in it. You get, if you manage to get a candy bag, it was random chance. And you had to get, and for those who don't, don't do achievements, have no clue what I'm talking about, I will try to explain, an achievement that had, you know, little candy hearts? that have little, you know, be mine, I love you, you know, those little things. Well, you had to find all of them in said little candy bag. You'd find little candy bag on the hour. It was one of those special things that you got from, from flirting on the top of every hour. And you'd get the, the special gift pack. And sometimes it would have a bag of candies. They have 10 charges in each soul bound. And you click it and you get a little heart and it says a thing. Now you had to find, I don't even remember how many there were, what, 10 sayings? These bags did not carry 10 separate sayings. They carried many repeats. So you kind of, it was luck of the draw. And there are people who did not get the achievement shy one freaking candy because luck was not with them. Surprisingly, I did not fall in that category. Don't ask me how. So I'm sure the threatening letters stacked up to Blizzard along with flaming bags of things outside of their office at Pondnat and they rethought their method slightly. And they left it at this and it was smart. If you can't find it, you can buy it with chocolate. Now, you got a chocolate for every egg you found, just one. There was the rarest of rare occasions where you would find one of these items that you needed to complete the achievements, but otherwise, if your luck was not with you, you could, in fact, buy them. Smart. Approve. I do approve of that. Some of you may be saying, no, I so approve of that method because it's still not easy. And this is where I was. My whole method to this was, okay, I gotta get chocolates anyway. I'm either gonna find this stuff or I'm not. I will keep going until I have enough chocolates to complete my, to either to, I'll find something and that'll be awesome, or I won't and I'll have enough chocolates to buy the items that I need. Well, that started off as the plan in the beginning. And when you get up to about 200 chocolates that you have really had to hunt to find, patience starts to ebb slightly, as mine did, because I had found not one of the items that you needed for the achievements. The only thing I was finding in mass quantities were white tuxedo shirts. The only thing that was dropping for me. 
other than chocolate. Mass quantities of white tuxedo shirts over and over. Anytime I see it pop up and it's like, that ain't an egg. And you look and you get excited and you go, crap. And mean to wild. Here, here's the other <laughs> moment of, it's me. One of those moments where you just kind of have to, your, your jaw drops and you look at your screen and you just think to yourself, my God, it's me. People who had started this achievement hours after I had begun were finished with the damn thing. Hours before I was. And believe me, I did not finish this in one day. It took two days. But anyway. And you know, oh, look at that. Oh, my fifth egg. I got the rabbit. And there I am going, grats. Oh, I'm so happy you got the rabbit. <laughs> oh, first drop. Oh, isn't that charming? <clears throat> anyway. I had the worst luck with this achievement. I did eventually complete it by sheer will. And the thing that saved me was because about the point where I was ready to snap more than normal, and about the time people in my guild were just probably thinking, shut up, Ed. Um, about that time, I found one of the achievement items. It dropped, and it was like, boom, I've got so much chocolate. I'm going to buy the rest of the stuff I need. This was all I needed to kind of put me over. Huzzah. I was happy at that point. And yes, I managed to finish the achievement. And I went back, actually, because I was running around uh, Sunday doing this, and I came back... Uh, couple days later and yeah it had quieted down quite a bit and I should have done that in the beginning because that was my gut instinct but then I thought no because some of these achievements you do need other players like with the bunny rabbits we got the spring rabbits I gotta go and you gotta hook up you're a pimp for rabbits how bad is this you're pimping rabbits you gotta make sure I mean and granted you could have like grabbed a guildie and say hey come with me to these things so our rabbits can be friendly in these areas so I can get the achievement. But I hate doing that. I don't want to drag anyone away from what they're doing. You know, the Unguru Crater was a little tricky enough. Not that that was terribly hard. Again, you just grab, you know, who needs it and go and change into a rabbit at Unguru Crater. I will say this. Big, this was so Big V's holiday and he missed it. However, with a big smile on my face, I have collected many bunny wands. And I have collected, of course, a, you need it for the achievement. It does work. The, uh, oh, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But the, uh, the flowers that put bunny ears on other characters. I can't wait to do a dungeon run with Big V again. And this was so his holiday and he was so missing it. I think what we're going to do the next time we do a dungeon with Big V, we're going to, everyone, get out their spring rabbit. Because you know, in case you don't, you may have seen this and go, how is that happening? This is how. The spring rabbits only, after they become friendly, make baby rabbits in a very clean and cute way. So you get surrounded by bunnies. And I think if enough people have their spring rabbits out being friendly, that we can surround Big V in a mountain of baby bunnies. How awesome is that? How cool is that? I think we have to do that. And yes, when the moment happens, I will so take a picture and put it up for you guys. However, back to a, a, a minor disgruntlement that I have with this whole achievement, which perhaps some of you will be saying, you're taking this way too seriously, Auntie Ed, and the rest of you, some of you may agree with me. But I was greatly disappointed in Blizzard for the clear and obvious sexism of this achievement. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it was the achievement entitled Shake Your Bunny Maker. No, the title in and of itself is fine. They got other weird titles. This was the only time, by the way, I have seen blatant sexism on Blizzard's part. 
because the achievement was you have to go around. Remember I mentioned little flowers? Well, these little flowers with a five-minute freaking cooldown. I long. That's a long cooldown for an item, period. Uh, especially, like, an achievement item like this. You see, remember, like, during Wintervale, you had to hit a certain class and race with snowflakes? Remember that? Or pumpkin heads? Remember that? It was, you know, Troll Hunter. I got picked for that one. Oh, joy, yay for me. Same thing with the Valentine's Day. Same gig. You had to hit a certain race and class. Gender was not an issue. Gender became an issue with this particular achievement. The said female characters have to be over level 18 hmm and only females counted for this achievement that you had to put bunny ears upon them with these little flowers fine gee isn't it amazing that the bunny ears look remarkably like the playboy bunny ears hmm i was a little surprised i was like where's the chippendales version hello why don't i have to put bunny ears on male characters over level 18 or at least what they've done in the past the mishmash certain race class or all of them male female both sides you got to put bunny ears on i wouldn't have said a word this to me just struck it was over that line slightly some of you may be saying you're going a little you're losing your mind there any and i know i have but it just irked me did i do it of course i did and let me tell you this is a, a topic of debate and a question I put forth to you guys. What do you think was the hardest female character to find? For me, it was female orc. Female orc was non-existent. Nobody plays a female orc. It was amazing. Male orcs? Oh my goodness, they were everywhere. Female orcs? No, none. I finally found one as a death knight and I wasn't 100% sure. I'm looking at them. They were AFK, poor things. I was looking at them. I just happened to... I'm running around them. Last one I needed. And I see, you know, the kneeling down. And it's orc shape. And it's not guy orc shape. But it was still kind of hard to tell as a death knight because they were pretty gruesome looking. And I'm, I do the click where, like, the picture comes up. Where you, like, click your target and your target's picture comes up. I'm taking a good look at the animation face going, I think that's female. And I winged it. And what do you know it worked? Now, I've heard from other people that the dwarf female was hard to find. That was their bane for this achievement. Personally, first one I found. Went to Dalaran, went to the bank, got out of my flowers, wasn't even, like, ready to begin. And I see a dwarf female and went, oh, I need one. I need, I'm going to need everything. Whack. No problem. But I heard dwarf females were very hard to find. And to be honest, though, after that, I was still seeing dwarf females everywhere in Dalaran. The gnomes I found a little difficult. The gnomes... And the orcs were like my last two hard ones. Um, and the gnome was a little hard. Because you can't really tell so much, I think, is part of the problem. But I did find what well, I stalked one through Dalaran waiting on the cooldown. And I swear, this, this player was kind of like looking over their shoulder at me like, what is this troll doing? They had to know. You, you couldn't help it. You know how many pairs of bunny ears I walked around with? Please. Many bunny ears. So, eh! bothered me a little bit that achievement because it was very one-sided but anyway the thing is though most of the lady characters you see are guys so i guess it kind of evens out yeah so well i've sat here and and babbled on about noble gardens but we are coming up on children's week and by the time this podcast airs it will be well underway i love children's week or orphans week and this year, we're getting the Northern Orphans, which uh, I've heard are going to be the Gorlocks or the Frenzy Heart. 
and I guess it depends which faction you're sided with, since I think 99% of players are sided with uh, the Gorlocks, well, there you are. I can't wait for to see what, what this is. But some of these achievements, actually, let me rephrase, one of these achievements is going to be the bear. It's going to be the achievement to end all achievements, and I've looked, I've researched this, People have already... You know which one it is, too? It's the damn PvP one. If you've looked since the patch, they took one out. There were two PvP ones. They took one out. But they left, I think, the harder of the two in. The one they took out was you had to kill 10 enemy faction players who had their orphans out. Which could have been very hard. Because nobody would have gone into a battleground with their orphan out. I think what they were thinking to balance that was that you have to... Capture the flag, capture the tower, all in, in the four battlegrounds. Or, or my favorite, which everyone is like going, even experienced PvPers are doing this, is pick up the flag in Warsong Gulch and return it to your side. What we're all sitting quietly and crossed fingers hoping is that these achievements count if you're in a raid group, that it doesn't personally mean you, that it means you were close enough because you know that happens in battleground you get close enough to a flag when it's captured that it'll count because if it's personal you got to do all this with your orphan out oh my god the worst is going to be warsong culture are you insane blizzard have you lost your freaking minds do any of you actually play this game because i'm not the only one who's sitting there going you gotta be kidding me i'm reading posts on various forums from ex people who claim to be experienced PvPers who are looking at this going, are you kidding me, Blizzard? Do you know how freaking impossible? Please change this before it's too late. But the one they took out was the one where you had to kill 10 enemy players who had their orphans out. Now I can see where that would have been a bear too, had they like left that one in and took out the, the flagged one. They're both, they're both would have been hard. This is gonna be hard. This is gonna be tricky. So much, in fact, we already have our little groups lined up for the weekend where we're going to charge in and give it our best shot. But I cannot see how this is going to happen unless you cap out Warsong Gulch with your own people. And it's like, okay, next, you take a turn, drop the flag. You take a turn, drop the flag. I mean, that's nobody's going to actually be trying to capture each other's flag. They're just all going to be picking up the flag on their own side. <laughs> nobody's actually going to be doing Warsong Gulch. We're all just going to be worried about picking up flags. The other ones I can are, almost seem a little more doable. That damn flag on Warsong Gulch, though, you nuts! Anyway, that I, we will regale you, I am sure, with tales of what happened when we have our next show. Because Orphan Week is fun. And again, I, am I the only person who, who giggles like something? Who giggles like something when the little blood elf chick goes running up to the fire elemental and hugs it and goes, Ow! Am I the only one who sits there and goes, <laughs> Is it just me? Maybe. I'm looking forward to torture. They got a lot of torture orphan stuff, too. <laughs> However much I, I do look at Blizzard. See, this is where I, like, gotta look at them strangely. On one hand, they come up with stuff like this war song, you know, the, the whole PvP thing that makes me go, do you people actually play this game? And then they do stuff like eat, like, massive quantities of chocolate in front of your orphan, which make me say, you do know your player base. So I'm really, like, I can't figure them out. But anyway, oh, my God goodness oh my goodness so we are up for an exciting time with orphan week children week whatever week it's a week with small npcs following you around it should be fun and hopefully less frustrating than noble gardens was 
And hopefully, uh, for those who have finished Noble Gardens, congrats to you for finishing it. And for those in the last leg of it, because it does cross over. Be fun to make your orphan look for eggs, wouldn't it? Or, see, you know, that was an aside and then I'll shut up. <laughs> we had the one time you did not have a PvP event was Noble Gardens. Most every one of these other achievements has some sort of PvP thingy going on. You gotta go into enemy territory, you gotta kill so many people while you're dressed up as a Santa gnome or whatever. Noble Gardens did not, and personally I was disappointed because what I wanted to see was two huge armies of bunnies going after each other. Just imagine like an open field. You have bunnies on one side and bunnies on the other. Horde and Alliance bunnies. And you go charging in and you gnaw on each other's ankles or something. That would have been awesome. Imagine the frap videos and screenshots that would have come about. But no, they didn't do that. Anyway, that is all I have to say about the achievements. Perhaps in later shows I will discuss tournaments and how much they piss me off as well. I'm sure they will. But for now, we will... T we will... We will... I will shut up, and we will take you into our first music break. When I was in rage, the phone was tied to the wall with a kinky, twisty three-and-a-half-foot cord. It's hard to believe, but it had a ring that could not be turned off or ignored. We couldn't choose the sound of the just the sound that we called the phone We'd never heard of a ringtone When I was your age Our video games looked nothing like the illustration on the box All of the graphics consisted of nothing more than simple lines and dots Missiles were just a few pixels And the jungle swinging guy was a stick figure Nothing bigger
Jones, and Dr. Jones is who you aspire to be. And I liked playing Battleship, and Battleship is currently your favorite game. I guess some things are the same. Dedicated to all of us seasoned players. Yes, that was actually a great recommendation from Nancy Druid. That was When I Was Your Age by George Robb. In case that name is not ringing any bells, George Robb does a podcast called The Geologic Podcast. Funny stuff. Check it out. It has nothing to do with Warcraft. Not a thing. But very, very good stuff. So thank you, Nancy Druid, for that great recommendation. And uh, I, I, I can't wrap this up any better than that. And now I must, must tell you before we launch into... Yes, you know what comes next, our infamous view from the barn. But I have to warn you, when I recorded this with Big V, due to timing and scheduling, the only time Big V could record for uh, View from the Barn happened to be at the same time Annie Ed over here was suffering from a vicious cold. So if you happen to hear this croaking noise and go, oh my god, what is that horrible monster? Well, that's Big V. No, the other horrible monster. Oh, that's Annie Ed. So, just a little warning. And also, actually, due to our, our the scheduling, Big V did not get to do emails, but fret not, for as we come to that section of the show later on, you will hear the rest of our awesome FTH radio staff helping me with your emails. So, without further ado, we bring to you... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Big v. All right, folks. Welcome to another exciting uh, edition of View from the Barn. We're going to try something a little bit different today. We're going to just go right into my favorite thing that I get to do. You know, here not only at on View from the Barn, but here at For the Horde Radio. Buckle your seatbelts. This is going to be a good time. Moo! Moo, 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 Oh, no, 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 no,
Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. All right, so we, uh, we've got the new patch now, and uh, I have no idea what changed. All I know is that I gotta go and I gotta respect everything now because every damn thing is changed. I can't even I can't even illuminate what's changed because everything has changed. I go to get on the Death Knight. I have no talents. I have the most untalented Death Knight out there. I'm just looking at it going, okay, how did I spec this thing last time? And I I couldn't remember because I, I'm not one of those guys that will sit there and pour over the talent trees. I mean, you got to remember, I was the guy with the rogue and the intel and spirit gear. You know, that was me. So here I am looking at this blank screen going, all right, well, I'll go to, I'll go to Wowhead. Look at that. No, because nobody caught up. I'm just winging that sucker now. I think I'm straight unholy. I mean, I'm going to have a swarm of bees and a gargoyle at some point and a ghoul which you know you gotta like the ghouls although there are times i actually will dismiss him because i don't like his name i've got the corpse dust i'll make another one of you guys let me just go kill something and raise you up in a ghoul and maybe i'll get a you know maybe you'll have a name that i like there's that and doing all this in between uh server restarts let's see my own computer just kind of crapping out on me and uh yeah, I'll just be... Okay, there I was, sitting there in Camp T, trying to respect the Death Knight. Why was I in Camp T, you might ask? Well, I was doing those things that um, you don't like for me to talk about on the show anymore. Oh, I didn't say you couldn't talk about them. I was mining. Yes, again with the mining. So I could do what? So I could engineer. Yes. So I was out there gathering ore. I mean, I was tired of running around the Hellfire Peninsula with just, you know, seeing all this ore, just kind of hanging out there, and I can't get it. So I thought, okay, before I get too much farther here, let me just go level up the mining at least. And that way, when I'm running around in Outland, I don't have to, I don't have to backtrack. Because I did that with the cow, and it was dreadful. So here I am in Camp T, gonna mine, and I'm in the inn, and just get the black screen of death. Boom, there it goes. Uh, I have to turn the computer off. Bring it back on. And there I am. I have to turn it off. Just turn it back on. Log in. Black screen of death. Turn it off. I mean, and, and all the while, I'm sure everybody else that's, you know, in the guild is looking at me. <laughs> you know, he comes on, he goes off. Oh, yeah, we had him there for a second, but we lost him. I mean, I know they're sitting there thinking, what is this, the Matrix? Good grief. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, I don't know. It's just been fraught with difficulty here. Um, and plus, my machine does weird stuff that I can't really figure out anyway. I mean, there'll be... I'll see Kodos with, you know, 50-mile spikes out the top of their heads just bouncing up and down. I'm not really sure what it is. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that if I call and ask, they're going to say you have a crappy computer or crappiness and it's not our fault. So, screw you. Go buy another machine really kind of not in the cards right now but so i'm just gonna have to keep playing what we're what i'm playing so anyway yeah talking about the patch i don't know what changed i think i was everything changed and there we go damn patch i mean i i, I, I keep hearing this i mean everything right oh, patch 3.1 is coming patch 3.1 is coming and i don't know for your average day-to-day kind of casual player like myself i mean there's nobody that i don't think anybody would ever accuse me of being hardcore 
As much as I'd like to be hardcore, I'm not, and I'm never going to be. Do the patches really make that much difference? I mean, there's some content that gets added here and there, I think, and, but, you know, the the switches. Like, okay, I never, I, I was marching towards, uh, what is it, the swarm of bees that you get at the end of the Death Knight thing, and I passed up the gargoyle. Now I could pick up the gargoyle, and uh, now I can pick up the bees. But not get the gargoyle. I mean, so it's stuff like that. But I read about all this number crunch. Like this class got nerfed, that class got nerfed. Yeah. Like with the, okay, I, I mean, I, apparently I just suck anyway because I never really noticed that much of a difference. <laughs> well, I know. Um, I mean, this this was a huge patch. The 3.10 was a major patch that they. And we all know. You always know how big a patch it is by how much everything is screwed up. Okay, and I I remember that. I've I've kind of seen that in action before, and plus, how long it takes to download the damn thing. That too. Yeah, because all right, I use a Mac. Everybody, I'm I'm a subject of much ridicule because of this, but here I am. Yeah, I got the I got the downloader going. I'm like, oh, so today is patch day. Hmm. Ah. And I wanted to get it going so I could at least have you know a couple of minutes. You know, to play before um, I had other things to do. Well, when I saw how big it was, and it said, should be finished downloading in about seven hours, go get a sandwich. I thought, okay, this is bad. And then it says, it appears that your computer's behind a firewall. Oh, I hate that. It's like, oh, bloody hell. I hate that. I don't see any, wait, where, I don't see any smoke. Yeah, thank you. Uh, sure. <laughs> hey, I'll be here all week, folks. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> waitresses. Try the veal it's to die for. Uh, anyway, uh, so then I figured that out, and it seemed to go okay. But it still took for freaking ever. And I wept, hot, bitter tears of bovine sorrow and frustration. You know, there were many, many moves of anguish, as it were, which I will not replicate right now because... Bring back too many painful memories. But and you have to be in the moment. Yeah, you really do. I mean, I, I, I mean, I could do it, but you know, who would really care? Anyway, as soon as I get done with the mining, I'm taking the, uh, I'm taking the Death Knight out, uh, back out to Outland, and uh, gonna take the long drive to Shat, which is probably gonna be inhabited by nine-year-old Death Knights. Yeah, I've heard that it's pretty much a ghost town. That if you really, if things are really rocking, you're gonna go to Dalaran. Which, well, we all know, I ain't never seen Dalaran. Uh, the Mad—that wasn't the Madge. No, the Death Knight will see Dalaran before the cow does. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna try and get to Shat, set the hearth there, then go forth and do more leveling. Cause I really just want to get the Madge out of—not the Madge, dear God. Oh, don't have a match anymore. What are you talking about? You killed her off. That's so the Death Knight's gonna... I gotta get her out of Hellfire. I mean, Hellfire's starting to really annoy me because I'm remembering quests and I'm getting impatient. I'm saying, okay, where where's this quest? Because I know I had to do this quest. What the hell? I mean, I went out to the pools of Agamar with my appropriately... Yeah, seriously. I thought Boiling Blood was bad. No, anything in the pools of Agamar, seriously, just... Oh. Spank my ass and call me Charlie. It was horrible. <laughs> God. I mean, and, you know, it wasn't the big creepy ball. It wasn't the big creepy terror fiends or whatever the hell they're called. I mean, everything out there is big and scary and demonic, as evidenced by possessed swine. 
Okay, there, I've gotten it out of my system for this show. So you go and you kill the, you know, this demon thing after it breeds fire on you and the slimes. Worse than the pigs, it's the slimes. Because it's not just one slime, it's like 12 slimes. It... Ah! And not only are they slimes, they blow up and they throw slime on you. And you're wondering, where the hell, where the hell's my health going? Where the hell? And it's because you've got slime on you. Does your ghoul help? No. Why? Because ghoul's got slime on him too. It's stacked like 12 times. You know, your ghoul's dying a horrible, wretched death. The ghoul's dying. And, you know, normally I would say, ghoul, help me out here. You know, wipe some of this crap off of me. No, he's dying too. Pretty soon I've got a dead ghoul, 50 slimes coming after me. And, and they have little run. baby slimes. Yeah, the baby slimes even. Hell's bells. And, and no, you try to run away. Because what? You can't mount. You're in combat. No, I'm stepping in a pile of goo. I'm not in combat. I'm dirty. So you run and you can't make it. And the saving grace here. Yes, the saving grace is, you know, I died. Okay, well, that was a big surprise. You know, I've got, you know, 50, you know, green things chasing after me and they all just bury me so yeah what's gonna happen i'm gonna die since i'm a death knight yes i am i've come back to life as a ghoul and i haul my dead butt straight to the road okay so there i am dead on the road actually you never really die as a ghoul why why die when you can explode i mean seriously just explode and be done with it which i usually do I run back to my corpse. I think I was in Falcon Watch, which always reminds me of that 70s Falcon Crest, which is bad on so many levels that I can't even go into. I run back to my corpse after having dealt with many slimes, and I see them all over there all laughing at me when I come back. Because I got half health. You know, they're looking at me in my clown outfit, you know, with my death knot boots going, <laughs> come on back in here, we got something for you, bastards. And I got to spend some corp dust, corpse dust to, you know, get my ghoul back because there's nothing out there you can kill and raise something up. I mean, I'm sure there is, but for the purposes of the story, there's not. It, at least it doesn't seem like there is. Everything's possessed and demonic and, yeah, you can't make it a ghoul. Or at least that's what it seemed like. I just took a big stack of corpse dust with me and was happy. So there I am on the road, and I mount up because I'm going to haul my dead butt back in there. And then I had to go do something. I can't remember what happened. I think the computer probably died. Black screen, boom, gone. Bring it back up, and I come in, and what do I hear? What do I hear coming down the road? The earth shakes, and you hear... You, know, you hear that, and you're like, oh, son of a bitch. Hell's bells, the reavers after me. Now, and I see that I take like a thousand damage. I'm like, holy crap. So I run. I mean, I'm riding. Now, how I didn't get knocked off my horse, my death charger, is beyond me. Got no idea how that happened. But here I am, hauling ass down the road, and the reaver in hot pursuit. Felt like I was in Smokey and the Bandit. It was amazing. Yeah, I just heard a Jerry Reed song right in the background, and I was just moving. That's right. And then you know, he turned around and ran the other way, and I said, I just escaped the Reaver. I've never escaped the Reaver. That should be a freaking achievement. There should be other achievements, like how many times you were stepped on by the Reaver, how many times you and your group death-gripped the Reaver amongst you. 
you know, you get out in the big circle with your death nuts, and, you know, one of you death grip him, and he comes to you. He starts to attack you. Somebody else death grips him. He goes over there. I mean, you could, seriously, you could play, yeah, you could play catch with the Reaver. I mean, how cool would that be? But, you know, how many times did you survive an attack by the Reaver? That's that's my new achievement, and I've done it once. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of it, and I'm sure that there have been a million other people that have done it and weren't nearly as proud of themselves as I am. But, you know, since everything kills me, I mean, seriously, I could die going into Ragefire Chasm right now. I could have Uber Elite Tier 49 raid gear, and something in Ragefire would kick my ass. But, so, I gotta get out of Hellfire. I mean, I just gotta get out of Hellfire. If it's the last thing I ever do, I gotta get out of there. And then where do I get to go? I get to go to the bloody swamp. With, I mean, seriously, you go to Zangermarsh, it looks like a damn Almond Brothers concert shirt. I mean, oh, there's just mushrooms everywhere. Mushrooms, they glow, and they little spore people. They give you a shield if you get enough rep with them. You bring them enough of their crack, low caps, or whatever the hell those things are. Yeah, you know, I said, you know, it was refreshing being an outland again. I'm not. It's just not. Blah. Get my ass out to Northrend so I can see some of the new content. And, well, of course, then I get there and I'm going to get to the scary spider ditch. And, well, you know, I'm. we all know I'm going to be happy about that. There's just no pleasing me. Screw this game. I'm going to go play solitaire. Is <laughs> up. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful episode of your Zog blog. Oh, we, oh joy, oh fun. Oh, yay. Oh, sarcasm. Most of you are going, Oh, yay, new patch, so much fun. I love the patch, the patch's great. Oh, yeah, the patch and adjusting tournament. But you all suck. You all suck. And you want to know why you suck? It's because... It's because you all have working computers, for one. And for two, it's... Uh, you're all in Northrend by now, and then, yes... Yes, I admit, I still have yet to reach it. Life just, it keeps hurling piles of, what do I, what do I even call, what's something that lives in World of Craft here? It keeps throwing, like, zebra crap in my face. It's horrible. And on top of this, the moment I finally do get to enjoy some time to myself, I'm just gonna sit back, crack open the laptop, have a good time. The new patch. Oh, oh, the new patch, yay. Oh, now we can go joust and everything, right? Wrong. Wrong. You know why? Because my computer does not let me do this. Instead, it says, oh, yeah, this is going to take a while, buddy. Um, you might want to, um, you know, go to Starbucks or, or something. Maybe you just want to, I don't know, call a friend, hang out with them for a little bit, because it's going to take a while. That's my computer. And let me tell you, oh, how frustrating it is. Uh, I've only just now, just now, been able to open my World of Warcraft. Just, just momentarily before speaking with Auntie Ed. And what happens? I find to my horror that yet again I'm forced to respec. Now, 
I'd like to point out that maybe perhaps for more of you hardcore players, people who, who like to actually dedicate copious amounts of their life to this game, this is not so much a big deal. In fact, it's so much of a it's so much of a bonus or a pleasure. But to one such as myself, it is a burden most foul. I mean, I'm one of those individuals who likes to be able to just log on, kick some ass, come off, and walk away feeling like I'm the biggest badass in all of town. I am the biggest badass in all of town, but let's just keep that between me and the population of whoever listens to this show. Moving on, I hate it because I don't want to have to go on and look up new Death Knight specs and sent out to this and blah 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 and rebalance, find out what I had before. It is tremendously frustrating. My god. And what's more, upon looking at these the new specs. I see, I see, oh, I was in Affliction Blood War. Oh, sorry, Affliction, I'm thinking on my Warlock here. I was in Unholy Blood Death Knight. Now, this was working out very, very well for me. As I previously mentioned in other episodes, I could walk into a room, things would die, and I would walk away with a fat loot of stash. So, why would, why would one want to change this? I'm not ridiculously OP. Paladins can smite me into the floor like I was a dune bug or something like this. So where where was the dilemma here? Why did you feel it necessary to change things again? And what frustrated me most is that on top of respecking, I also realized that the summon gargoyle ability is my new level 51 point. We had uh, unholy blight before, and this was a very nice instant. It surrounds the Death Knight for a 10-yard radius, and enemies caught in the area take 48 shadow damage per second, and it lasts 20 seconds. Very, very, very nice. Now, supposedly, the gargoyle, uh, gargoyle is supposed to fly into the area and attack your enemy. Now, this sounds nice in theory, but having actually used the thing, it takes forever to reach there. You could be in a dangerous situation here. You could be fighting a boss of some form. You could be going, oh god, I just need that extra kick. Okay, it's a good thing I just specced on a holy so I can use that 51 ability. Go, gargoyle! It says instant cast, but it doesn't instantly appear. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 that would be too nice of them to do. Instead, you're sitting there going, one, two, three, and your friends are going, come on, Zog, hurry up, it's a tag. I'm going, I'm working on it, it's coming, six, seven, eight. You guys might want to go to Starbucks or something. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna take a while. It's, yeah, nine, ten, and by this point, we're dead. The Fell Reaver has come and it makes, that sort of noise, and I'm dead on the ground again. All I see is a little imprint in my face in the floor, and I have to walk all the way back to my body. Fun. That's how long it takes the gargoyle to arrive. What's even worse is there have been many situations where I've been killed, and then while I'm sitting there, waiting for the little thing to pop up for me so I can go back to my spirit, then I see the, the gargoyle swoop down, and he's down there, and he's looking for something to attack, but doesn't because I'm dead. Ah! I mean, where was it? What? takes it so long. It's like it's sitting there going, oh, wait, guys, oh, um, missed everything. Ooh, sorry. <sighs> Don't really know what to say, guys. I brought coffee. I brought coffee. Yeah, no, Starbucks. Hard to find in Northrend. Yeah, I'm just gonna go now. That's, that's the gargoyle to me. So, this, this ability, which frustrates me so very, very, very much, why would you make this the level 51 ability? 
why. This is actually making me reconsider my whole specking plan because it's just not worth it anymore. It's it's not. It's and and yes, maybe maybe I should go and look at different things and so on and so forth. But uh, I was happy with what I had. Why did you have to ruin that for me? God. Uh, moving on. I'd like to bring up an old tale. This is a tale of why I hate mages. Now, I have often mentioned that pugging is not a very good thing, but to really emphasize my dislike in mages, I will I will create for you this story, this fictional story, and the premises of raiding the Ice Crown Citadel with Arthas as the final boss. The voice acting will be done by me, myself, and I, and you, you will understand at last why it is I hate mages. Oh god. Oh, that was a tough battle. Whoa. Okay. Finally, we're gonna, we're gonna loot, loot, god, stupid Lich King. You know, I know, I said in the previous episodes he was, god, he was difficult, but, uh, you know, for all his running and cowering, that guy was a tough fight. Yeah, I know, I didn't, oh, god. Oi, so good. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's find the loot, guys. Uh, yeah, okay, just, uh, one second here, just, uh, yeah, okay, we're all good, everybody, everybody set to roll, okay, let's see, let's see what this guy has. Uh, oh my god. Is that, is that Frostmourne? It, Frostmourne, like the evil sword of ultimate power and evil, the thing, Lich King, blah, caused the whole expansion of, like, Wrath of the Lich King to even exist because this guy puts on the helmet and goes, wow, I'm evil? That guy, yeah. Is that, is that, that weapon? That we that, we get that weapon now? That's good, that's wonderful. Oh, love that. Okay, uh, roll, roll, uh, yes! I rolled 99! Nothing can stop me now! Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, this is gonna be good. Oh, yes! I'm so glad I took that sword fighting ability. Ha! They all mocked me. They all said, Zog, why are you taking sword fighting? Just just take up take up using your staff or take up using using, you know, your wand. You like using your wand like your Harry Potter, but no. Ha! Oh, yes. And now, with a 99, Frostmourne will be mine. Oh, I can just imagine the stat buffs on that thing. I will be able to literally mind f anyone who walks in the room. <laughs> oh, the day of a Zog of XP will come. Yes, it is here at last. I shall reign doom to the planet. Yes, it will be excellent. Yes, yes, the, what do you mean the mage rolled 100? The mage doesn't... Why would the mage roll on a two-handed sword? I can't believe it! I got it! Oh, this is great, guys! Look! Look! Oh! Oh! I hardly ever get things! Oh, this is great! Oh! 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 The Frostmourne! This is so... Oh! I can't use it! Oh! Send it over to me! It, it's soulbound! You're kidding, right? No! No! Yeah! Why did you even roll? Why... Why would you roll on the weapon that you can't even use? Ultimate power! You would've been mine! Why did you do that? I... I can't... I don't know, I just really want the money. Uh, I, you know what? Oh, okay, I know what I can do. Yeah, no, this whole thing will probably disenchant for great. No! Yeah, no, I only got, like, a couple of stardust, some plastic, and I, I don't even know what this is. It's like some sappy substance. Okay, guys, thanks for the run. Bye. No. 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 And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I hate mages. Because, for some reason, every time I roll 
Well, don't roll. I roll with a mage. Something like that happens. And while it may not have been Frostmourne that was in, in my grasp, it's something else that... And always, 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 it just seems to magically slip from my fingers and get disenchanted into a couple stardust and tree sap. Hate it so very, very, very much. Now then, I suppose I have to figure out how to respect myself again. Hate this. But what are you guys even still doing here? Don't don't you have like orphans to make, like or something? Isn't Orphans Week coming up? Go make some orphans. Isn't that what that week's all about? Not like I really care. God, get out of here. Get out. Get out. Strength and honor for the heart. God. Did everyone survive that patch? Wow, I tell you. There were moments I didn't know if I would pull through. It was just the knowledge of my items that kept me going. And then, on the glorious moment that I was able to log back in, I discover all of my add-ons were broken. No! But then I calmed down and pulled out the big gun. Now, up until now, I've been a little reluctant to mention this add-on because, A, it isn't really an add-on. It's a program that runs outside of WoW. And B, this program does have gold ads, but not to buy gold so you can relax, but they are text ads for a guide which will help you earn gold. So that's why I've stayed away from mentioning it. However, since probably most people had the same problem that I did, I'm going to dust it off and let each of you decide if it's something that you wish to use. Now, as I said, WoW Matrix operates outside of WoW. More specifically, you load it before you load WoW, and it will check all your add-ons against the cursed database to see if any have been updated. After it checks all of them out, it will give you the option of updating one or all of your add-ons. If you choose to update, it will automatically download and install the add-on for you. You can also install new add-ons through WoW Matrix as it does have a search feature. After you finish with WoW Matrix, you can then instruct it to close itself and launch the Blizzard Launcher. Now this is important because anytime you deal with an external program for WoW, you want to make sure that you can then run the Blizzard Launcher as it does have some features that will help make sure that nothing else is watching your login session. Now, I've been using WoW Matrix for over a year now, and it's been a constant asset to me. I just wish that those darn ads were not there. If it sounds like something you might want to check out, head on over to WowMatrix.com and download it. It runs on Windows, Mac OS X, and Linux. As for my next add-on, as you know, I'm all about making life in WoW easier. You also know that I hate the default interface with a passion. Well, it's with these two thoughts in mind that I give you Lunar Sphere. Very simply, Lunar Sphere will put a small sphere on your screen surrounded by 10 smaller gauges. Now here's where the beauty of the add-on comes into play. The sphere is actually a set of rings which can act as an indicator to show you two real-time stats at the same time, such as your mana and HP. The gauges can be almost anything you want them to be, and they are highly configurable. Now let me give you an example. Imagine you are a mage with a Lunar Sphere installed you can assign one gauge to act three different ways. If you right-click it, it will create your water. If you left-click it, it uses your water. 
and if you middle click it, it will trade it to your currently selected party member. Remember, this is all with one gauge. The gauges can also be configured to act as menus, so for you hunters out there, imagine having a traps gauge. You left click it and it rolls out a submenu right next to it with all of your traps on it. If you right click it, it plants your favorite trap, which for me is a snake trap. But if all of this sounds too complicated, it does get even better. The first time you load Lunar Sphere, it will see what type of character you are playing and then say, hey, I've got a preloaded template for you. Should I switch to it? Of course you'll say yes, and then it will reload your interface. Bang! You have a basic configuration based on your character class. So, to pick it up, head on over to LunarAddons.com or just type Lunar Sphere into WoW Matrix. So, this has been Grandmaster Z for For the Word Radio, reminding you to never, ever, ever moon a werewolf. Sometimes I kind of miss the old XJ9 that we used to call Jane. Really good at cleaning and we got along fine so I couldn't complain. Lately she'd been getting tangled up in the shag rug and finally one wheel just wouldn't spin. So we said our goodbyes and Shudder inside with his idiot grin He's head to toe with muscles And they ripple and slide Under translucent skin Sometimes you stand for hours Looking into the mirror And flexing like some guy at the gym And I'm easily ten inches short
like the trunk of a tree and the left one's a saw I cut the couch in half and then I smashed the TV with my big smashy claw He's standing still and silent I can't tell what he's thinking He blinks a single glowing red eye So I give him a shove and then Todd starts to cry Azeroth's finest butcher shop and brewery. I'm Thunderstep. What can I get for you? Oh, you're not here to buy anything. You're here to listen to some of the old stories I might have hanging around the joint. Well, grab yourself a chair, pull up a seat by the fire, and get ready to listen to some of the old fish stories. Or as I like to call them, fishing in the nether. As always happens, sooner or later in a fantasy setting, we join our heroes in a bar, specifically in a goblin-run tavern overlooking the tranquil, if not totally legal, trade waters of Booty Bay. So he says to me, boy, says, ball bearings like these here are gonna be the wave of the future. And you know what Mabel says? Well, I'll tell you what Mabel says. Is the barmaid gone? Yeah, she left a bit ago. Really, master? Must I persist in this ridiculous form? I hate being the short. Uggy? Yes, little one, it's me. Uggy is Munchie-san. Munchbot give Uggy hug. No, 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 no! Munchbot love Uggy. I swear I'll get you for this, master. Down, little one. Here, play with your squirrel. Squirrelly! Me hug squirrelly. Yay! Now then, explain to me again why we had to come here why I could not be in my normal form? I mean, a m goblin master? Normally I don't mind, but the pirate outfit, I look ridiculous! You know how folks back here on Azeroth feel about dragons, Onyx. Besides, most folks would just assume you were a black dragon and try to kill you on sight. It's safer this way. You know, it's only safer if you don't babble about it out loud, you meat sickle. V! Ha <laughs> ha! Long time no see, man. By the Earth Mother, I missed you. How are things? Eh, good, man. Well, I'm still not used to the idea of seeing you up and around. Yeah, I remember when you died, you know. Now there's a story I'd like to hear. Onyx, what have I told you about that? Oh, uh, what has he told you about that? Uh, that I don't get to hear about his life before his death until he gets to hear about the details about my servitude to the demon-addled Dragon Maw orcs. That's... Yeah, that's kind of odd. When I found him, a female Dragon Maw was tying pink bows onto his horns and calling him Mr. Fluffykins. He still screams about, oh gods, the pink in his dreams sometimes. Master! Hey, no worries, Onyx. I could tell you about the time he got caught spying on the uh, lady's steam house through a hole cut in the wall. V! Oh, God. Just what I need. A walk down memory lane into the gutter. Oh, hey, Ed. Hey, V. Don't forget, we have a show to do later. I'm not letting you off the hook because you and Thunder are catching up on old times. Um, uh, hiya, Ed. Thanks for coming. 
Look, I'm really sorry. Don't you start thunder. Fluffy is okay, but you're still not off the hook. You either, Shorty. Shorty? How'd you know it was me? Onyx, I'm a hunter. I know these things. Besides, goblins don't have purple eyes. Auntie! Munchbug sorry about Fluffy. Uh, Munchbug was hungry. Uh, Munchbug not, no, not hungry so much anymore. Tadada spotted big furry elephant and let me eat. Oh, it was yummy. Uh, uh, look at my eyes. This is squirrel. He run around a lots and lots and I chased and hugs him. He no squish like other squirrels. I hugs. Dr. Z let me have squirrel. Oh, oh you looks like Dr. Z. Are you in Dr. Z brother and sister? I, I don't have brother or sister. Just Dada. It's squirrel. I'm Aldi. Aldi. Hugs. Rah! No, 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 no. no. <coughs> Me loves Aldi. Oh, my gods. The cute... Wait, I, I gotta shut my eyes. Oh. My. God. The cuteness. Okay, Thunder, he's forgiven, but you aren't. Yet. Okay, I must have missed something. You know, I've been out of the loop for a while, but... When did dead kids start appearing, and why does this one sound like you fed him pure coffee beans there, Thunder? Well, it's a long story. I'll spare you that for later. Right now, I could use some advice. We're just waiting on one more. Where the hell is she? I told her to be here at 3 o'clock sharp. Master, she is a rogue, you know. I have doubts that Miss Kasori would actually answer your summons no matter how nicely you ask. Kasori? You asked Kasori to come? Yes. Did you bribe her? No, I just asked her as a friend. Then she'll be here. <sighs> I'll have you know that I like to know what I'm getting myself into before I make my presence known. Fact is, you would have noticed I was here long ago if you were paying attention. Yeah! Pretty lady! Hi. Ew! Thunder, what the hell is that and what do you want? Uh, wow. Hey there, hot stuff. I'm, uh, I'm Big V. Oh, gods. Sorry, I'm not into dating what I could be grilling. Anyway, I've not worked much with I Kill Rabbits, nor the troll chick. Though it's nice to see you again, Ed. Troll chick? So I'll ask again. What do you want, Mr. Moo? Well, you're a woman. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Um, yeah. Well, Annie Ed is a woman, too. And V is alive and has more contact with a stable family. Are you saying I don't? I seem to recall you mentioning stabbing your brother over the last Danish. Give me a break. Have you never heard of sibling rivalry? Besides, Galen had it coming. And it wasn't a Danish, it was a crawler. Okay, then. I'll just let that one go. Uh, did I did I just get shot down? Horribly so, V. Just like you when you were younger, huh? Anyway, I need help with a little guy here. Hi! This is Crawler! We know. Let me see him, little one. There we go, all wound up. Go try and catch him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nicely done, Ed. Trolls come from big families. I had 14 younger siblings and practically raised nine of them. Did you eat the other five? Kasori! Ah, mistact. You still a troll hater, then? Of course not. I hate everyone equally. Just ask Sanjin. It's an equal opportunity bigot, then. Watch it, Beefy. Could we all please get back to the task at hand? Thunder and I consider ourselves the guardians of this little one. We've dubbed him Munchbug for now and are trying to figure out what to do. We took him to Dr. Z. And he told us that the little guy is something... 
well, something outside of existence, whatever the heck that means. That's scary enough, but now I kind of need to know how to deal with a child and get some advice as to what to do next. Ha! You came to me for advice on children? Like I said, you're a woman. As acerbic as you can be, Kasori, I trust you. Whatever. Thunder, dealing with kids is not that hard. I should... Uh, Ed? What? Uh, take a look behind you. Munchbock! Put, put the table down. Put it down, down. We don't throw things like that. And, and stop chewing on the tankards. Granny was thirsty. Uh, unless the drinker would not open. That's because it was a sippy cup, little one. It's okay. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Uh, now scream and eat and drinks. Table is in real pain. All gone now. All gone. Okay. I take that back. Normal kids are easy. Um, did any of you guys notice that little thing just lifted a full oak table with one hand? and tossed it aside because his little squirrely kept running into it? That's weird. That ain't normal. Thunder, what is that? It... He... was my ghoul. Now I don't know what Munchbug is. He's insanely strong, fast, and always hungry. And so far, apparently can't be harmed. How do you know that? I know I took a pot shot or two, but I missed him. Let's find out, shall we? <laughs> What? You wanted to know if the little thing could be hurt. I threw enough at it. You... It was a clean throw, though. Master, get everyone else outside. I'm about to shift and damn the consequences. Eggie needs to do not nice things to Kasori's soul. Bring it on, baby. Munchbug? Oh! Oh, you're okay. Oh, thank the Earth Mother. Dada! Pretty little give Munchbug new shiny. See? It's Doctor. Nice, nice little. Can I have shiny? See? He's fine. And no, give it back. Stuck! Uh, yeah. Here. All the way up to the hilt and a forehead shot. Damn, girl! I'm beginning to believe the whole Danish story now. It was a crawler! I wouldn't have stabbed him over a stinking Danish. Don't you ever do something like that again. You... How did you know it couldn't have killed him? I didn't, and neither did you. Now we know. He's just a child. He's a ghoul. Crunch all you want and he'll make more. I'm failing to see a downside here. Onyx, Kasori, stop it. He's fine. Just another scar, really. Uh, here's enough, Kasori. Thanks, V. Ew. Ew! Ew! Oh, I forget to clean that. <laughs> you spread the brain snot all over the hilt, V. I saw you. Good boy. Remind me to send my dry cleaning bill to you. Guys, this does not help me solve my problem here. If anything, it makes it worse. I have an almost indestructible eating machine with the mind of a ha hyperactive child. That's apparently not even part of this universe. Think about it. Do you have any idea what the Alliance would do if they found out I had something like this? Uh, scream you're a twink. Ow! Bad cow. No cookie. Seriously. What about the Lich King? Could you see the chaos that would happen if you got a hold of this little guy? You know, it's hard to imagine any type of chaos when he's sitting in the corner playing with a toy squirrel. V's right, Thunder. You're probably overreacting here. 
But if you're that worried about them, why not take them to the folks that are almost outside of this reality anyway? Perhaps they could help. Huh? The electric wind mummy people? You know. Uh, the consortium? And you guys think I'm ruthless? The consortium would probably strip Thunder down, sell off his underoos, and melt that little thing down for parts before the side of beef knew what the hell happened. As much as I hate to concur with Kasori here, Master, she is right. The consortium are ruthless traders known in a thousand worlds. It could be very dangerous, and you are a bit trusting. I gave gold to a beggar one time, Onyx. One time. Yes, but that beggar followed you for a week. I still have indigestion from him, you know. Anyway, I really can't think of any better ideas, though. The Consortium are the closest things to beings that are outside this reality. I'll have to arrange a visit. Thanks, guys. Thunder, don't thank us yet. When you get there, you may wish you never got this advice. Could what Kasori say be true? Are the Consortium the only ones who could shed some insight onto the nature of Munchbug? Will Auntie Ed and Big V ever have cameos on this spot again? Only time will tell on Fishing in the Nether. Next time on Fishing in the Nether. So, here's Thunder's baby pictures. <laughs> I got these from his grandma. Check out this one of him naked on a centaur rug. Oh. My. God. The cuteness. I am so posting this one up on the website for the next show. Yeesh. You guys say I'm Revil. It's hard to believe that such a little butt became such a heavy load. Hey guys, I'm back with the next round of drinks. What are you all looking at? Uh, Nothing. Then I have cute big butt on rug. Naked cow butt on rug. Wanna see? What? Run! And we have a phone call from our buddy Yurox on the Majoran server of, yes, Off the Air Guild. Who, uh, actually, this phone call is directed at Thunderstep. Kind of freaked me out. I don't get phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thunderhoof, this is Urox. I heard about your little problem and wanted to let you know that I can help you with the feeding by going over to Negrod and picking up a couple of cleft hooks for you. Vivamort has been busy researching names, but I haven't seen him giggling like that since he got his yupperware. And I suspect he's researching by using Angry Dwarf's random insult generator. So I'll spare you that and throw one out off the top of my head. How does Munchbug sound? I'll head on over to Negrad and pick up those cleft hoofs. And I hope it helps. And I'll see you in Northrend. Take care. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Urox. I appreciate that a lot, man. More cleft hoof would be a good thing. This thing, uh, boy. I know Onyx keeps calling him uh, our little buddy, but... The thing sucks down more food than a garbage disposal. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, I also got to say I'm a little bit disturbed that Viva's having so much fun looking up names, but I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to name the little guy after something akin to, uh... All right, look, you puke-faced little pustule snotbag fart-head faggot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not good. Well, it's too long, for one. Yeah, exactly, you know. It's just way too long, you know. You can't have that. I, you know, I probably could have pulled up the dwarven insult generator to get something better than that, but... <laughs> that was form. pretty close. That was pretty close, actually. <laughs> I gotta admit, I really like the name Munchbug, as you guys can probably tell, because, well, that did wind up being the winning name. So, <laughs> congratulations to Urox. You win the permanent name of the baby ghoul. I wish I could give you something more, but... 
I'm pretty much flat broke because I have a nasty habit of funding alts and people I like. So, hey. <laughs> but we will send you, um, um, uh, something. Something. Uh, um, got snowballs. You want snowballs? We got snowballs. <laughs> I got plenty of snowballs. <laughs> Some peace bloom, maybe? Uh, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> Oh, but thank you. Pumpkin head. <laughs> pumpkin head. We got pumpkin heads. Yes, that's what we'll do. The next time we see you, we'll just smack you with a pumpkin head. There you there go. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And thank you so much for calling in. And we now have a special call in. Ooh. Ooh, yes, indeed. We have a call in from our very own Zog of XP. Oh, dear. I can't believe this. Happened. This is Zog of XP here, talking to you from my computer. Oh, oh, I can't believe this did this. You know what they did? Immediately, just after I finished respecting, spending all that time researching my class and respecting everything, they did it again. They untalented everything, and they make me respect again. Again! I'm going on a blood hunt for Blizzard. I swear to God, I will have my vengeance so my name is in Zog of XP. God damn it. Oh, Lord. I don't know. I think he's upset about the talent points. I'm just, again. Um... Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking that's, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think this may actually push him over the edge, although I think he's pretty much over the edge already. Yeah, I, I think Zog's just a little bit angry, but it's hard to tell with him at times. It's, it is. It is a little hard to tell with the, with the Zog there. But thank you for that special call in, Zog, and, uh, you know, lay off the caffeine. You could see the sarcasm dripping off the words there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it is time for Z. Reading of the email. We get an email from Steve Caesar of Medoran, who Big writes Steve. in... Steve! Who writes in, hey Andy, Ed, and Big V! Well, I came to an epiphany. Before I had Wrath of the Lich King, I made an undead warrior somewhere in the mid-30s. I bought Wrath of the Lich King, then I made an undead Death Knight. I love my Death Knight, intensely, but I regret getting rid of my warrior. Ever since I deleted my warrior, I've tried various alts, Warlock, Pally, and recently an Orc Hunter. I got the Lock to 25, the Pally to 44, and the Hunter's 25 now. I hope to continue on these alts, but as of now, it looks like only my Orc Hunter will remain, but, if Annie doesn't care, I might get a warrior again. I miss the warrior a lot. Hope you guys had a great Easter. Much love and for the horde. P.S. At 3.54 a.m., Medoran is surprisingly dead. Who knew? Steve. Well, Steve, I think if you want yourself a warrior, you should go make yourself a warrior. It's a game. Play what you want to have fun. You know, that's the entire point. Absolutely. I can't believe you actually... Why would you... Oh, dear, you del I never delete anything I get past, like, you know, 20. I only delete things after I feel... It It has to be, okay, this guy sucks, I'm never going to play him, gone. Y or, you do know that. Yeah. Yet. You know, you, you know, after a while, you just know. But, Steve, i got to ask you, what the heck were you doing uh, playing this game at 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Yeah. What are you, what are you crazy? It's 4 a.m. Who knew it would be dead? Yeah, well, you know what? That's the time to play. I'm telling you right now. It's the only That's... time I can get the dailies done without competing. Seriously. <laughs> God. 
I almost, it's almost like, I want to get before I am and go on and go, okay, I gotta get my dailies done. <laughs> but make yourself a warrior if that makes you happy. Don't play a character you're not happy with. Just play what you want. It's a game. And yes, they can come into the guild, of course. Of course they can. So, thank you very much for writing in. Thank you very much, Steve. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, all right. This comes from Reshi Cage. Level 49 Orc Hunter and the Punisher, 75 Death Knight. Okay. Hello, Annie Ed. Nothing for Big V. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't always get the cow love. He doesn't? Okay. No, he don't always get the cow love. No. I have something you might want to talk about during the show. I was listening to the WoW Insider Show, after I listened to yours, of course, and they were talking about what the next expansion might be. Then they pointed out that Blizzard could open the Grey Main Wall. Uh, Coralina can tell you about that. This, it's south of Silver... Oh, yeah, it's the massive wall there. It, it's a big, massive wall that's... I always looked at it as, like, in the middle of nowhere, and I always wondered what was on the other side of it. So, okay. Alliance. Yeah. Uh, could open the Grey Main Wall in a content patch. Then, because this is a coastal town, have something happen there, which connected to the Maelstrom. I thought this was an interesting theory, so I wanted to share it with you. Well, I appreciate that very much. Grab your appliance and fight the alliance. Wow, that sounds vaguely dirty, dude. <laughs> I just did a 10-foot 10, 10 gainer cannonball right into the gutter on that one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> appliance and fight the alliance. I've heard that one. Okay. There's not a whole lot that rhymes with alliance. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can buy that. Yeah, there's just, there's just not much that rhymes with that word. Yeah. Although, for what it's worth, I have heard a lot of rumors floating around about what might be involved in the next expansion. Yeah, I have too. I've heard it's going to be like this all-out PvP kind of thing. I haven't heard that one. The two big ones that I keep hearing are either the Emerald Dream, where apparently everything has gone wrong for the Green Dragon flight, or something to do with the Maelstrom which is that huge swirling vortex of doom in the middle of the planet. So, one or the other. And there are a lot of people that are kind of voting for the Maelstrom because all of a sudden, hey, our mounts can swim, and two, there is now an aquatic mount, the, the sea turtle that you can fish up. So a lot of people are throwing out the ideas that, okay, they're giving us stuff where we can move in the water quicker. Are we going to be raiding like a Naga Empire or something down there? Oh, now that would be cool. That would be interesting. But, you know, to my mind, if they bring that in, I want to see some of these other island empires that get hinted at in some of the lore. Like, I want to see where the goblins come from. I, and I know, I constantly go back to the Pandarans, but hey, I love Chen Stormstout, so no. <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on. But no, no, that's, uh, so yes, uh, if you guys have any ideas of what you think the next expansion will be, let us know. Corlina, if you still are listening and would like to tell us more about the Grey Main Wall, that'd be awesome. Please uh, do. I didn't even know I found it until you pointed out that that's what that was. But thank you, Richie Cage, for sending in your email. We get an email from Nancy Druid. I love that name. <gasps> Who writes it? It says, Dear the most wonderful Auntie Ed and her V minion. <laughs> okay, not only do I love your name, and not only do I love your accent, but that is probably the best opening I have ever heard in an email. We gotta get you lab coats and a set of goggles now, Annie Ed. Because I'm just... 
I'm just picturing that, and I'm picturing Big B like, you know, limp. Yes, master. What can I do for you today? Would you like a bunny brain? <laughs> oh, he's going to kick my butt on that one. No, he won't. <laughs> Who writes and says, Nancy Druid here. Just thought I'd let you know that I finally managed to get my copy of Wrath of the Lich King. Woohoo! Yes! And after sleepless nights and a lot of guild bribery, I have finally hit 80. Hey, double grass. Also, I have a quick wee story for you back in the day that my guildies still laugh about to this day. So there I was in the Barrens, leveling my fishing. This is back in the day before Nancy changed her name. And for some silly reason, I had left Barrens chat on to amuse me while I grinded. Oh, God. <laughs> After all the Chuck Norris jokes had subsided, some ass pipes started going on about Rob Roy and William Wallace, two great Scottish heroes. And the attached picture shows the vomit-inducing ignorance of some players, which I will regale you with. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. Well, here is... <laughs> I love this. This is awesome. And we're going to put this picture up on the website, by the way, guys, so you two can experience how stupid people can be. Okay, this person named... And they got some squeakly line over their name, so I'm going to try to say their name as best I can. Voltre, who says, To the William Wallace, I 100% Scott. Nancy Druid. I'm in Scotland right now. Voltre. Then you wouldn't have spelled Scotland wrong. Voltre spelled Scotland, ladies and gentlemen, S-C-O-T-T-L-A-N-D. Uh. Hold on. Nancy Druid. O-M-F-G. It's Scotland. She spelled it right. Voltre. It's two T's. Nancy. Nope. Check a dictionary. Voltre. Check your mom. What? <laughs> That's the response check your mom you and, and i'm assuming your is you are you're very perceptive yes <laughs> yes it was oh my god uh she continues after the picture conversation i went on to explain that as i could turn my head to the right and actually see edinburgh castle from my window i believed that my spelling of scotland would be the correct one Although, when I was told to check my mom, I think I nearly went and did something with a potato that you're not supposed to. Much appreciation <laughs> and cowlicks, Nancy Druid. <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> totally awesome. What an idiot. Oh, there are no words. There are none. There are no... I mean, that, that takes stupidity to a, a new depth. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's just proof that when you think you hit the bottom of the barrel, all you have to do is lift the barrel up. And what do you know? There's more crap. <laughs> You're arguing with someone who is in Scotland. What are you doing? No, it's two cheese. I mean, it's bad. I, I apologize. Nancy, I, I apologize from this side of the country. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I, t yeah, I really, really, really apologize. I'm sorry. We, we apologize uh, that that most likely came from our side of the country here, and we're sorry about that. And, and, and we wonder why other countries have a problem with Americans, and then we look and see who wind up being our spokespeople. Yeah, really. 
but uh, we will put the picture up on the website because it is just too priceless. It, it doesn't really take what you have to see it for yourself because we just you can't make it up. Can't make it up. But thank you for sending in your great email and your wonderful title. Woo-hoo. I'm I'm serious. We get we got to get you lab coat and goggles now. We just have to. It is, <laughs> it, it is a moral imperative. <laughs> so. Our next email we get from Undel Sol. Hi to the largest and most magnificent V that could walk the ocean floor and still have his head above the surface of the water. And anti-head. Undel Sol again, slash cry, won't be able to play after the patch comes out because of my freaking small ass hard drive. But other than this, I got pissed off at the Alliance for killing me like five or six times within the last three days every time while I was AFK. Goddamn Alliance ass pipes. Uh, first two times was in Hellfire on Opal Lord around 3 o'clock a.m. I had just taken the stadium, went back to Thralmar, turned in the daily, and went to make a ham sandwich. I had parked my character just outside the gate figuring nobody would be on to kill me. Safe bet at 3 a.m. Of course, it begs the question, what the hell were you doing on? Yeah, okay. You and Steve were just hanging out on servers at the so. hours of the morning. <laughs> and came back to a level 80 dwarf resto pally hacking at my legs. As I saw this, I thought to myself, hmm, the zen of a ham sandwich. The second time was a night elf death night, level 63, while I was waiting for my group for ramps. He decided to kill me because I was standing there with AFK over my head. I didn't realize that I had died till I looked back at my screen around a minute later after enjoying my 23rd ham sandwich. <laughs> Yes, I really like ham sandwiches. There is something about them that is just relaxing. You know, uh, Thunder Meats could supply that. No, no. All right. All right, moving on. All right. The remaining times I was in Northrend on my pally. And the idiot I am, not realizing that I have PvP turned on, I get killed by like two rogues, and I think it was a clothy, possibly a disciplined priest. How freaking sad is that? After all of this, I got a little pissed off and went to make another like 50 ham sandwiches. And because I got was so angry, I uninstalled. Wow. Holy crow. Whoa. Yeah, that's rage right there. <laughs> I guess I'm going to take a break for a while. When I come back, I will get to 80. But in other news, I finally convinced my friend to switch sides. Alliance to Horde. Good job. Woohoo! He created a troll chamois, and I gave it like 50 gold to start off. I mean, since I'm not going to play for a while, he might as well enjoy himself. Oh, and I found a way to make a fair amount of gold quite quickly. It's obviously not the best way, and it could get boring. But if you like the Death Knight Kindergarten, all you would have to do is get to the part where you need to get the skulls, the cauldron, and the chain. What I'm saying is I farmed the skulls for like three hours and made 150 gold. Like I said, it's not the best cash flow, but it's pretty damn good if you've reached level 55 and are hard-pressed for gold. I guess this is a goodbye for a while. In the meantime, for the Horde! Wow, that is rage to take WoW off your machine. Wow. Wow. I mean, I've heard just turning it off and walking away, but man, those ham sandwiches could not soothe your ruffled spirit, I can tell. Uh, But you know what? It's not a bad thing to walk away from this game. It's always a good idea to take a break for a while. Especially when you reach that point where it's just like, no, no. (laughs) You shouldn't be getting pissed at a game. Exactly. If it's the choice between uninstalling it from your computer or throwing your computer out the window, take the game off the computer. (laughs) And... Watch how your hard drive space just increased oh, tenfold. <laughs> no comment. No oh, comment. Boy. But I, I don't envy you when you got to put it back on. Just, yeah. you know what? Make yourself like 150 ham sandwiches. Sit there and put the thing back on your machine because it's probably going to take you that long. 
pretty much. <laughs> to pretty put much. it all back on again. But just, uh, you know, take a deep breath. Go look at flowers and sunshine and things outside. I will say this. The trick for making cash in the the kindergarten for the Death Knights, uh, Blizzard nerfed that. Did they? Yeah, because they found out, people found out about this. Because... All right, when you turn in the cauldron and the chain in the first group of skulls, you can get a set of, like, five potions. Okay, those potions sell, like, one stack sells for five gold. That's pretty good. So what people were doing is they were going out, getting as many skulls as possible, turning them in, getting potions, selling them back, and just making insane amounts of cash. Well, uh, turns out, found this out through my lovely wife, when she made a, a baby death knight, she tried to do that same thing, just to get some good starting money when she moved out to Outland. Only lets you turn in the first stack now. Will not take any more skulls past that. Really? Yep. Because they figured out people were exploiting it. Of course, in my mindset, you make it hard enough to get cash already. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, frickin I mean, honestly, I never sold them. I always used to keep them. You know, my whole mindset is, you know, frickin' motorcycle, 12, you know, 12,000 yeah. gold. 12,500 gold, and that's just for the parts you gotta buy, never mind what you have to grind, we won't go into that anymore, but, yeah, it's I like, just, yeah, it... you make things hard enough in this game to get money as it is. Never mind nerfing something that is, in my opinion, are they buying gold, guys? Mm. No, they're not buying it, they're grinding for it, which... And that's the thing, I, I, maybe this is why most of my characters are poor. You know, this I think it's honestly why, why a lot of characters are poor. Because most people, you know, in order to get that mass amount of gold, what do you got to do? You got to grind. How is that fun? It's not. Exactly. It's so not why do you want to do that? Exactly. And that's, it's, more and more I come back to the point that Blizzard seems to reward the manic of this game. They yeah. do not cater or care about I'd say a good 80% of their customer base are casual players. Although, to hear the complaints about Wrath of the Lich King, it's just, it, it's asinine. You've probably, you've probably seen some of them, how these people are saying, oh, they made it too easy, and all, all these casual players can do all this kind of stuff, and it's, oh, shut up. Shut up is right. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know what? If your casual player base leaves, you don't got a game, Blizz. Exactly. Because these hardcore insane people that they seem to cater to a lot in my opinion on both sides they don't make up a lot of your player base i don't think i think majority of people who play this game are pretty casual yeah they, they come in a couple days a week they play for a few hours they leave it's escapism that's mm -hmm. what it is and that's and what it should be there there are people that just take it way too seriously Yep. Way, way, way too seriously. And we've talked about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you don't know, well, listen, find the, the vid about my cloud song, and <laughs> you'll see how serious some people take this game. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> but thank you for sending in your email, and we hope you have a nice break. We get an email from Dormido, who writes in and says, Hey, Auntie Ed, was browsing some old wild machinima vids. I stumble upon two that I found hilarious. First one is called Theory of a Death Knight. Second one is made by AFK players. I thought they stopped making vids, but I was wrong. 
that is called Wrath of the Couch Potato. <laughs> the name alone has, has me there. Also, remember to watch them in HD. We're going to link these two up on the website, but they're both on YouTube if you guys wish to search for them yourself. I've and, seen uh, them both. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, the AFK players, it's a Korean group. Um, they do subtitle everything, and I have to admit, their Wrath of the Couch Potato is funny as hell. <laughs> All I have to... I, I'm just going to say one thing, and I'll let your mind run with it, and it will make you want to watch it. Telezombies. Instead of <laughs> Teletubbies. You have, you have to watch it, just for that. And the thing is, is that recently, they the AFK players, they made a new one. Um, it's called... Uh, God, like Alliance vs. Horde Major League Baseball. And... Yeah, they, they set it up as like, okay, here's like the new thing that we want to see Blizzard add in their expansion. But when you watch it, basically it's a baseball match taking place in Gurubashi Arena between the Alliance and the Horde. And it is a freaking riot. <laughs> it is just a riot, especially when they bring it, because the Alliance call in one of their you know pinch hitters, King Varian Win, And the announcers are a troll and a Torin, And out of nowhere, you... The subtitle says, and let's see if King Varian Wynn can bring his emo rage to play. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> that basically sums up that character as far as I'm concerned right there. The emo rage. Perfect. The other one, the theory of a death knight, it, it's funny. It's kind of interesting, but there's a lot of swearing in it. So... I don't know if that's a plus or a minus, but I, I could take it or leave it. Oh, but thank you, Dormito, for sending those in. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I actually have a couple emails here for the Name the Baby Ghoul contest. First one comes from Morokai Destromath, level 80 Death Knight. Morokai writes in, Hey, Thunderstep, hope I'm not too late to pick the baby ghoul's name. I like, I think Little Drooly is a funny name for him. <laughs> Hope my name gets picked. Morakai, Destromath, level 80 Death Knight. Well, thank you, man. I, again, it was really, really hard picking a name for Baby Ghoul. Um, Munch or Gnaw or something to do with that seemed to crop up in a lot of names. And uh, Munchbug, just the one suggested by Urox, turned out to be the best, in my opinion. But they're all cool. Oh, they're all cool. They're they're all, all... These are all awesome. I love it. You know, some of them will probably show up as nicknames sooner or later. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you're going to start seeing them sneak in. But... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Drooly, get over here. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Greatly appreciate it. Next one. Hi, this is Tanto on Mataron server. I never wrote in before. Just sending in my idea for a name, Nausum. I like that. That's cute. Again, that'll probably show up as a nickname sooner or later. So getting a lot of good like pet names and other names for them. And... Yeah, really. You'll never run out. That's for sure. Yeah. And then finally, we have Undel Soul, level 77, and Opal Lord, level 59. Hola to the Undead Torrent Thunderstep. I guess congrats on the first and second episodes of Fishing in the Nether. I have a name for Baby Ghoul, Mr. Gnaw. For the Horde! All right, Undel Soul. Uh, again, I'm sorry that you had the rage, but uh, <laughs> I can understand. And I, I like Mr. Gnaw. Mr. Gnaw was another good one. So... This was really a close one. This was really a close one. This was really a close one. And you know, even when you think the name uh, Munchbug, there were so many people that had Munch in a name that they sent to me. You know, I definitely want to you know throw shout-outs to all of them for having that in there as well. I did have one more name sent to me, and that was from Zathras. And, I yes, our Grandmaster Z. I also want to say, Grandmaster Z, I love you. You're great with the mods. Learn how to email. <laughs> 
Sorry, that's just me being a little bit petty. But hey, no, he sent in the name Gizzard Breath and while we were playing, and he's lucky I had a pen and paper next to me. So that, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Gizzard Breath, that's another good one. So thank you very much for that, Zath. And obviously, as you guys know, the winner was Munchbug. And congratulations again to Urox for that. We appreciate that. And you can tell... Uh, you can tell Viva to stop looking up names over the Dwarven Insult Generator. However ingenious that was, though. Yes. But yes. they're all too long. <laughs> they're all just too... I mean, the dwarf goes on. Oh, yeah. Let's face it, so... But th those are awesome. Thank you guys so much for participating in that. Thank you very much. <clears throat> well, I'm just writing in on my crappy computer that doesn't play saying that my WoW time computer is broken. Yippee for me. Okay, so no yippee. But it has been now about three weeks since its destruction, and the new one should be coming by on the f April 13th, and I'll be back up and running. Anyways, I just wanted to show you guys these items for you at For the Horde Radio. The first one being for Zog of XP, and the second one being for, well, just about anyone. Well, that's all for now. Love, Lukey Memo. Actually, no, that's Look, I'm Emo. Look, I'm Emo. I know it looks like Lucky Memo, but it's actually Look, I'm Emo. Why would you want to look like an emo? It's a long story. Look who's talking with my name, if you if <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, like the first time I rolled that in one in, like you guys didn't look at the name and go, what the good the fuck is What the hell? And that's a So <laughs> I had to actually send the pronunciation guide along with it. So yep. yes, that is from Look I'm Emo, uh, who has done awesome pictures for us in the past, and one now for you. One so generous for me as the bottomless beer mug, and my god. I was talking about Frostmourne before, but ooh boy, if I could get my hands on this thing, I would be set for the next millennium. <laughs> What's Look I'm Emo so kindly recommends for me is none other than the Bottomless Beer Mug. It's held in a main hand, it's a mace, it deals about 9,000 damage, about 3,750 damage per second, gives me plus 45 to my courage, minus 99 to my intellect, a little bit of a downside there, but I'm already undead, missing half my brain. Where's the downside to that? I don't see one. Plus 50 to blurred vision, plus 45 to dizziness, and plus 45 to stupid actions. I have to say, this actually sounds like a pretty decent weapon. Like, it, like I, and having been drunk since Brewfrest, I, I have to say I like running around and my screen wobbling. It, it makes my day. It really does. <laughs> so, so I mean, I mean, I think it'd be hilarious. I mean, like going into battle against like whoever. Let's go take on, you know, the gods or whatever. But I can't freaking be straight, you know. You know, I'm running towards him. <laughs> you know, you could be on top of a mountain, be like going off to fight him, but accidentally walk off the cliff. It'd just be hysterical. <laughs> I'm coming to get you! <laughs> that is awesome. So thank you, Look, I'm Emo, for sending in that very cool stuff. Ah, yes. Oh, the other item she sent was uh, Conjure Wow Time. Yeah, yeah. We all want we don't, that. We all wish. We, could count. we all wish we had that. <laughs> we get an email from Omago of the Shatar server who says, Hello, Auntie Ed. I love your podcast. It's the best. Alliance suck, especially the gnomes. Oh, yes. We knew mm. this. I know that because I'm wearing gnome slippers. They're made out of gnome faces. Are they comfy? Oh, yes, tremendously. Okay. That's about the only thing they're good for. 
I love the anti-elf anthem by Oxhorn, available on YouTube. It's so funny, and I'm sure other Horde players will love it too. Once again, I love the podcast for the Horde. <laughs> I have heard that, and it is awesome. Really? I, 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 You've I've never been... heard the anti-elf anthem? <gasps> oh, it's Should brilliant. I? It's I? brilliant. You have to see it. Uh, we will definitely link it on the website for those who have not. Oxhorn, by the way, does fabulous machinimas. But no, it's absolutely fabulous. Um, I don't think uh, he'd let us play it on the show, but uh, it is fabulous. So please go check it out on YouTube, or you could just probably Google Oxhorn. He's got a ton of machinima that are just awesome. So he's also responsible for the world of Warcraft. Oh, I think I've seen that. Which is also brilliant. He did it with a couple of other yes. uh, folks. Absolutely great. So thank yes. you so much for sending in your email. Very much appreciated. <laughs> Moving on, we have a email from Larathon. I believe that's how you say it. Then again, I'm already dead. So they say, Hey, Big V, and that troll you hang out with. Just kidding. Auntie Ed. Hey, it's Latharin. Uh, Larithin, there we go. An alliance paladin from the Sisters of Elune. Just wanted to say that I love Thundercept's new segment, and while it's kinda late, I very much enjoy the table which is round and hope that you guys will do another episode soon. Big news! Larithin is finally, uh, geared and is now healing heroics with Beast Slayer. A thoroughly wicked and awesome guild for full of great people. Also, thought I'd send in this. Wow, Adam Creator, Alliance Bane. A weapon I made through a WoW item creator, as previously stated. It's weapon spoken of. It's a weapon spoken of in hushed, reverent whispers, and is used to scare young Alliance children. That's right, Alliance Bane. Thought you might like it. Oh, and I meant radius, not ratio, on the equipped effect. If you look at it, you'll see what I mean. Love the show, Larathan. Oh, and ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. The bold on this is amazing. I can't believe... I didn't even know you could write that big in an email. Okay. <laughs> uh, and to most of the Alliance out there, for the mother horde, you Alliance scumbags! That, what, a, what, a, what a lovely, touching message. That, it that, was. That uh, was so sweet. Uh, I, I, I got I, a tear. I, 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 even saying it, my tear, my eyes, my tear ducts were reactivating, and it was just sweet. I almost felt my heart beat. I almost felt a heartbeat. Wow. I know. Wow. (laughs) But thank you, Larathon. And yes, another... Boy, this... uh, The WoW item creator are taking over. Yeah, no, this this is like... I haven't seen this before, but I'm definitely going to go see if I can uh, screw around with this thing once we're done here. Yes, seriously, this is awesome. The Alliance Bane does five to nine thousand damage. Speed, (laughs) speed, point seven five. Does nine thousand three hundred thirty-three damage per second. Three hundred strength, four hundred stamina, plus two fifty Alliance hatred. (laughs) Adds three hundred feet to gnome punts. Oh yeah! Gnome punts. What makes you want to punch a night elf in the face? All alliance in a five-mile radius feel pathetic and inadequate. As they should. As they should. (laughs) For the alliance, ha! For the horde. Very nice. (laughs) Very nice. Props to Larathin for sending in that. And we're glad you like Thundersteps' new segment and our table, which is round, which we will do. 
Once. I had another point. <laughs> <laughs> at another point, when our egos have finally recovered and crawled out of the pit, I'm still a bit bitter at you guys at how bad you mocked me after I left. <laughs> but it was so much fun. <laughs> oh, you... I know, I know. But thank you for sending in your email. We get an email from Nightfeather, also of the Shatar server, who says, Hello, Adian. Your show is great. What annoyance for you to discuss. I hate people who are on an RP server, and then they talk with abbreviations and similar. It is really a pet hate of mine when someone comes up to me and says, Hi, can you please help me with my quest, LOL? Ugh. It really makes my skin crawl when people do that. If you don't want to RP, go on a normal server. Uh, I have a shout out for Thunderstar, a Torrid Hunter on the Shatar. She has really helped me out as a newbies in Outlands, which I really appreciate, so big thanks to her. I am a role player and know quite a lot about lore, but I am totally confused about the issue I'm about to tell you. You may have noticed that Blood Elves cannot play warriors. This is because lore states they only have classes who use mana. If that is the rule, then why can they play rogues? This has me totally stumped, and I wonder if you or any listeners know the answer. Love the show. Glory for the Sindori for the Horde. Night Feather, Blood Elf Death Knight on the Shatar. Okay, that is a very interesting question, but first, I'd like to point out that yes, we all hate the can you please help me, people. Oh. How many times have we brought that up now in like our podcast? How many times? God. Maybe a thousand. Oh, probably that many. And you know, you can't ever say it enough though, because no, it keeps happening. Never. never. From episode one to what is this, thirty-seven? Something like that. Four. Four. What? Thirty-four. Okay. From one thirty-four, <laughs> we've said it a million times. We all hate it, and it's even worse that it's on an RP server. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, not that there's much RP on an RP server anyway. But, but... I mean, you can try. You can try. You, you, you don't. Try. You don't have. You don't have Sir Masterful walking up and going, "Hello there, good sir. May I please have three things?" No, you don't do that. It's just no, no. Being being a role player, no, no. And role play, yeah. Like like you said, go to a normal server. Then, if you don't want the atmosphere, if you don't want to put yourself into that atmosphere, then don't be there. Yeah, I mean, there's a zillion not... other servers out there. On the issue of that. uh... The blood the, elves. Yeah, the blood elves thing. My best guess at that, my best guess at that would be, in my vast infinite storage of knowledge, um, it would probably be because, I don't know, maybe rogues, if I recall correctly, don't use rage or anything like that. They don't use rage like warriors do, but they use energy, which I guess could be classified as a sort of mana, maybe? That's a stretch. It's a stretch, but that's it's about the best stretch. I can think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't figure out why they can't uh, be warriors either. I was very disappointed about that. Because, of course, freaking the squid people can. The squid people can? The squid people can be, because that was a big thing. Blood elves and squid people, you could be shaman and paladins mm. when they came out. You could finally cross those two because they were very race-specific yeah. prior to whatever that expansion was that we had that. Yeah. Um, There's only been two. I know, I know, I know you're a little past your, your um, But that one. But they yeah. could be warriors, and they could be shaman, but blood elves can be pallies, or that's it. No, they... we, can be pallies. we can be pallies or rogues. They can't be rogues, can they? A squid rogue. I don't know. 
I don't think so. Somebody go look I, this up for us. Somebody go look it up. See if a squid can be a rogue. Um, <laughs> I've never actually seen one. Go tell us if a squid can be a rogue. I'd <laughs> be interesting if it could, though. I, I don't think it is. I mean, I can't picture someone with hooves being all that subtle. This is why Torin are not rogues. Exactly. It makes sense. You know, and how do you hide, like, half a ton of meat in plain sight? You know? A gnome? It can disappear anywhere because you can practically step on it and not notice. You know? The undead? The undead, they'll merge with the floor because they're used to getting step on. The orcs? They're humanoid. They're humanish. So let's give them that anyways. Who's it? Mm, not really. Not by it. No. Anyways. But thank you for sending in your email. And if anyone knows why, if there's like a lore reason to the Blood Elf deal, um, that would be great if you could let us know. Or just let us know your own opinion. That would be great too. Yes. All right. We have Dear Auntie Ed, I heard you were looking for some new music for the breaks, and I think I have found one you'd like. It's a rock version of a classic song Rock the Horde Glarthen. Well, thank you, Glarthen. Thank you, Glarthen. Yes, he did. He sent me a link. It's a nice song. Um, it's like eight minutes long, though, so it's a little long <laughs> for yeah, us. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe one. <laughs> maybe there'll only be one music break this time. Um, <laughs> but yeah. no, it's really it's a nice version of it. Um, but it's really nice. So thank you very much for sending that in. And maybe we'll find a way to like shorten it up a little bit. Maybe because <laughs> it's really a long song, and I don't listen. Well, you can you can sleep. like cut it in half, maybe. Nah, it doesn't really work for music. Shut up! Shut, shut up, up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I'm trying to be useful here. You are making this most difficult. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So we have an email here from Boba Fett. Hey, Annie Ed, Boba Fett here. I was listening to the last show, enjoying it, and then I get to the email that just had me floored. As you were reading it, I couldn't help but think, what a what a huntard. A mana regen gem? Seriously, has he ever heard of Aspect of the Viper? I had to question his claim that he was all epicked out if his DPS was only 1300. The suggested minimum for Nax is 1500 to 1800. The raid group were a bunch of ass pipes talking about his DPS. They knew it was low coming in and they shouldn't have been surprised. But as for him ninjing the loot because his feelings were hurt, preventing them from getting the gear they probably needed is wrong. That is gear that they won't be able to get again for another week if it drops again. There is no excuse for that. His actions put him a little above gold sellers and buyers in my book. It didn't seem from his email that they were going to deny him applicable loot. I have a tank, and I know just how difficult it is to get a good shield. If I told my guild that I ninjaed a bunch of 25-man Nax gear and left a raid, I'd probably get booted from my guild. If anyone should be blackballed, it should have been the emailer. I'm a bit disappointed with the FTHR response for, from that email. May your nets always be full, Boba Fett. P.S. I still love the show. Hope you're enjoying the tournament. Well, actually, Boba Fett, I actually have to agree with you here a little bit. Um... Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, for the record... For the record, for the record, I do agree with you, and I, I, I did say two wrongs don't make a right. It was Big V <laughs> who was very supportive of that action, and we don't like Big V. 
No, and he's it, not here, so we can say whatever we want. Exactly. But it's all the cow's fault. It's, it's the, cow's, the fault. cow's fault. No, but I do agree with you. And I even said on the last show in response, it's like, you know, I don't agree with the action that was taken. I do agree with you, Boba Fett. Yeah. Ain't cool. But, you know, it, was it wrong? I, I don't agree with the action either. I thought it was not a cool thing to do. Yeah, uh, Big V had a totally different perspective on it. And that's his opinion, as this is yours. And I thank you very much for sending in your opinion on this. Because you know what? Hey, sometimes it helps to hear from other players. It sure does, Boba Fett. Thank you very much. So thank you so much for writing in. As far as the tournament goes, I can't really say if I'm enjoying it because I really haven't done much in it. What's a tournament? I don't know. What's a tournament? I don't know what a tournament is. I kind of checked it out. I haven't gotten into it, although I'm hearing like you can get the most epic of epic cool stuff by doing this. So it's it's making me rethink a little bit about... um, maybe investigating it further but when i checked it out it was right after it came out so everyone and their grandmother were there like oh god i need to let it calm down and that's just my approach to these things just let it calm and let the crowd clear and then i'll go it'll still be there but uh we hope you're having fun with the tournament and again thank you for writing in we get an email from Dadrina, formerly Harshabi of the Medivh server, who says, Hey, Andy, Ed, and Big V. I just listened to the last show, and when you said you deleted an email, I wondered if it was mine. I can't remember if I sent one in or not. I don't know if it was yours either. Uh, sorry if it was. <laughs> bad male gnomes. Bad male gnomes. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was all the gnomes' fault. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to give a congrats to the Horde on Medivh for their stamina and determination. On my realm, the Alliance always wins in Alteric Valley, but the Horde puts up the same fight when they have 20 people versus R40. Unless you wear orange gear and are totally twinked with a level 1 to 80 northern items, I salute you. The oh no in this message is that I have a new main character. Dedrina, level 64, human paladin. She runs dungeons to level in mines and blacksmiths when waiting in that six hour altar queue. Good lord, is there still an altar queue of six, six hours? hours? I haven't seen that since they were on the same server. Oh boy. <laughs> I, that's back in my day. Yeah, when, before cross server queues. Um, I have not seen one that long. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I you you could like, you could like those, but I'm not waiting six hours in a queue. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'd forget I was in a queue by that point. I'd be yeah. off doing a quest or something and like dink. I'd be making you dinner. Now go into Alteric Valley. What? Hey, I don't want to do that anymore. <gasps> Uh, continues, <laughs> our shabby was left in the dust of Desola, still level 38. I am now referred to as Dedrina now, sorry. Hey, if any horde out there see me in AV, or Eye of the Storm, or any other bra- battleground, and want to challenge me to an honorable combat, bring it on. Even rogues are welcome. I also wanted to give a shout out to my new guild, Dark Portal Soldiers, for having a Chuck Norris kick, but tabard. It's freaking awesome. Moo. And that is Dadrina, formerly Harashavi, but we hate to tell you, you'll always be Harashavi to us. Yes, Harashavi. You are you are now and forever shall be Harashavi. <laughs> Harashavi. And what is it about paladin? Well at least it's not a good no. Yeah, I mean that that's that's some consolation, but come on. I mean, what is it with all we're losing all of our hordies going over to humans and the the alliance, is it <laughs> no? 
It's 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 what is this friends? I mean, come on. <laughs> I like my friends too, but no, no, no. I I recruit them to the horde. See, that's what you're supposed. You're supposed to twist them to come to us. Don't let them, you know, tantalize you with pretty colors and whatever else they got over there. I don't know. I mean, so (laughs) so what if their architecture actually has symmetrical lines? Ours has has style. Darn it. It has character. Yes, it it builds character. It has awesome character, and uh, I like it. Yes, even though it does look like portions of it, of it has, big, has, has have come out of the oven. You know, we like our brown, darn it. We like brown. Yes. We're into, it's very El Natural. Yes. But thank you very much for sending in your email. Yes. Our next email comes from Zog of XP. And up. It's a special email. It's a special email. Let me see if I can channel the, the essence of Zog. Let me see. I, ha- <laughs> I have to... I have to... <clears throat> get my voice down here, but I don't want to get into Yoda. Let me try this. Ahem. I can't believe they made me respec everything again. Again! Like right after I just finished doing it. Are they on acid? Why would they do that? I swear on someone else's life that I will smite those smug bastards in Blizzard. Sincerely, Zog of XP. <laughs> so Zog, that um, was some good channeling, man. <laughs> that was some good channeling. Oh, uh, I think Zog is um a little upset about the respecting. Yeah, gee, you think? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, I mean he turns around and oh look, a respec, a respec, a respec, another respec. Oh, you know what? Let's have you respec. I think well, he's a little upset about this. Yeah, just a little. But you know, I actually, I enjoy I, all. You know, no offense, Zog. I enjoyed my respec. I uh, I made some mistakes with with mine with my uh, my death knight, and um, I didn't want to pay the gold to uh, to do it. But I got so I got a free respec out of it twice, several times. Yeah, twice. <laughs> it was it was respec and respec the next generation. So. so. <laughs> So, uh, well, hopefully you have respect, and it's in the past now. You have some nice herbal tea. We move on. Everything's fine. Have some craft, macaroni and cheese. You know, just sit with the dead puppy and relax. Exactly. Okay. And thank you for writing in, Zog. Thank you, Zog. We're here at uh, BlizzCon 2009, representing FTH Radio and probably a number of other players. Oh, look. Wow, the costumes are fantastic here. Cokes, $14 a piece, so bring your own water. And it looks like Blizzard is going to have some representatives coming out to say hello to the fans, the adoring fans. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Yes? Excuse me, sir. Are you with Blizzard? Oh, yes. And uh, and what do you do for uh, for Blizzard Entertainment? Are you involved in StarCraft or any of the other? Oh, no, no, no. World of Warcraft all the way. I'm on that team. I'm on the development team. Are you? Yeah. And what do you do on the development team? Well, I specialize in holiday events. I'm uh, I'm the ideas man for holiday events. <laughs> That's great. I know you all. I know all you kitties really enjoy that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, indeed. Say, uh, you didn't happen to have anything to do this year with the Children's Week, did you? Children's Week? That was my baby! <laughs> Pardon the pun! <laughs>
um, yeah, you might, uh, you might be familiar with, uh, the controversy, as you put it, surrounding the achievement, uh, for Battlegrounds and Children's Week. I thought that was a stroke of brilliance on my part, top to bottom, it was all my, what are you doing? King, you go, here you go! What are you doing? What are you doing? What's the matter? Hmm? What's the matter? Don't you like rotten raspberries rubbed into your face? Hmm? <laughs> it's my style of play. Don't you enjoy it? No, you can't move because my friends, my guildies, are holding your arms down. That's teamwork. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. Time for the ice cold Mountain Dew poured down your pants. <laughs> I don't like that kind of thing. What do you mean you don't like it? Have you tried it? I think you should try it. What are you doing? Stay from I know you must be enjoying this challenge because you're gonna get the player loves you achievement. And we thank Adam Five of IDDFOS Podcast for that dramatization and the number one reason why FTH Radio would not be invited to BlizzCon. And we thank him for that. That will bring us to the end of another episode of For the Horde Radio. If you would like to write in, please do. As you know, we have numerous email addresses. The best way to do this is to check out our website at www.forthehorderadio.com. However, I will give you the long list. Do you have a pen and paper ready? Okay, then. You can send emails to fthradio at gmail.com. Big V at biggestv at gmail.com. ZagavXP at N underscore P-R-O-U-T-E-N at hotmail.com. Mod ideas to Grandmaster Z at GrandmasterZ at gmx.com. And last but never least, the undead cow of Thunderstep. Thunderstep at charter.net. Oh, he just has to be different, doesn't he? Or, if you would like to call in, our call-in line is 206-888-3130. We thank you very much for listening to episode 34. And we will return in three weeks for another achievement-hating, orphan-dragging, blizzard-loathing episode of... You know, sword fighting abilities. Oh, they all mocked me, but now, oh, oh, with this, with this, I can't believe that happened again, again. No, it was my story time, damn it, my story time. No, no, no. Why? No. I was doing so well. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Every goddamn time. Okay. Why? <laughs>
This is what we call a really cute moment. I had to put those away so I could vacuum earlier, see? This is something that will be an outtake. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I was listening to the last show, enjoying it, and then I get to the email that... Okay, apparently I didn't. Can't read. <laughs> hey, so we have a... <laughs> Okay, that's that's the first blooper. Take okay. two. <laughs> Just sending you my... I, I, As a, I am a role player and know quite well... Oh, God, I cannot read tonight. I am a role player and I can't... Oh, man, I'm fried. I am a player and know quite a lot about lore, but I am totally confused about the issue shush, I'm about to tell shush. you. Shush! <laughs> shush! She says, you complain about having a cold, and then when I try and help you out, you tell me to shush? What is this hypocrisy? <laughs> I am a role player and know quite a lot about lore, but I am totally... <laughs> Sorry. It's yeah, the I... same point. It always is. Uh, okay, I'll okay, be quiet. Okay, okay, right. okay. <sighs> okay, here we go. <laughs> must be must be calm, must be professional. Okay. Thank you very much. I gotta learn to shut up. That's what I gotta learn to do. <laughs> and we pause as I find the other announcer's lines. And here's cheesy music for you all to enjoy. As I scroll through all the excess text, because I'm a twit. There we go. Then I have cute big button, but I'm going Okay, I'll try that one again. Dying a horrible, wretched death. He's going down faster than a prom queen. Oh, wow, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Okay. So there's an outtake. Um, so how are we liking that explicit tag there, Ed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was going fine until you got to the prom queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that oh, was my... very nice.